Alex, as a purveyor of the metaverse, how many universes are there? Starting strong. 32. I was going to say 34, so I think we're on the same level. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it feels about right. In a world of infinite possibilities, 34 seems about all anybody can handle. Exactly. I mean, 33 was when my life got really complex and complicated, so 32 seems manageable. Now, that was where, where my number came from. Gotcha. I hear you. Welcome, everyone, to Tech by Design, where the Richmond Technology Council takes you to the edge for trending tech and innovation here in Richmond, Virginia. I'm Nick Surface, CEO of RVA Tech, along with Alex Satanias, CEO of Shaco. Come join us. Well, Alex, it's good to talk to you on the back door here of South by Southwest coming home. Um, I had tons of takeaways, excited to talk about what those could be. I also know you have a bunch of stuff rolling. Uh, you had mentioned, I think Lighthouse Labs has a cohort about to get going. Um, I have some yeah. thoughts on that. Many places to start this morning. Where, where would you like to begin? Let's start with your takeaways from South by. Well, so uh, when this airs, which I think is uh, will be a Wednesday, I'll have just released um, my 2023 trends report, which are 33 different takeaways from South by Southwest. And it ranges everything from AI-related content, you know, of course, chat GPT, AR, VR stuff, some higher level, just tech town economic development things I learned. And really, I think that's where I want to start. And one of my takeaways was that in terms of economic development and building Richmond into a tech town, the chicken comes before the egg. And what I mean by that is we have two dichotomies in terms of how to grow this town. It's the Capital One CarMax CoStar model where we bring enterprise companies in and have them provide resources and build talent and attract people to the city. There's also the, you know, the startup angle where we build from within and we hope to build the next unicorn that is uniquely tied to Richmond and, and has, you know, a sentimental connection to the town and helps build it that way. And after looking at Austin itself, but also hearing from people from Columbus, Tulsa, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Detroit, things like that. You know, they're building it or attempting to build it in in the Silicon Valley Austin model of building a, a startup. But really, looking at Richmond and how many resources Capital One provides and how much visibility CarMax provides and the new landscape of downtown that CoStar provides, it just gets me to thinking that those big enterprises company, the chickens are really the key to, to helping us build a tech town that could then foster and develop a, a startup culture that could develop the next unicorn. Discuss. So the first thing that came to mind when you said that is in the not too distant past, CarMax and Capital One were the startups, right? So, so 20 years ago, or not even 15 years ago, right? 15, 20 years ago, CarMax was just getting started, right? It was just an idea that came out of Circuit City, if I'm not mistaken. Capital One was basically like a credit card processing center on Broad Street. And, and so, so they were startups. And the people who ran those took advantage of the economic situation, the geographical situation, and, and have built those companies in, in, into the incredible companies they are today. I also think that the companies like CarMax and Capital One and, I mean, you name it, right, Altria, are doing a lot in the ecosystem here. So when you say the chicken, I'm assuming that we rely on 
fostering the relationships with those, but not necessarily bringing more people like them in? Or are you saying that the city needs to reposition itself to attract larger companies to become or set up their headquarters here? Or both? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, another thing that struck me about Austin in particular were the just sheer amount of cranes in the city building high rises. And sure, a lot of those are condos and residences, but at the same time, some of them are offices and hotels. And in a post-COVID world where we're all still debating whether office spaces really has a value or what that value is, it struck me as unintuitive that all of a sudden office space is going up all over town. And they're really gearing up for more enterprise companies to relocate or even just have HQ2s or HQ3s in Austin. I was just going to say, so so Lauren, I'm, I'm going to bring you into this podcast, but while we're debating this topic, do you mind doing a quick search and seeing how many companies have relocated their headquarters to Austin in the last five or 10 years versus Richmond? Um, it, it'd be cool to have those stats. Yeah, right. Because like if people are moving to Austin and relocating and not just opening up a new headquarters, right, or, or a big presence, a lot of companies have a huge presence in Austin. Like what's that doing for the ecosystem? I know when I was involved with this ecosystem building group, I want to say 15 years ago, there was a group of about 20 or 30 people that actually went to Austin to understand what was happening with the ecosystem there. It was like 2008, 2009. And, and we're still looking at Austin as, as essentially a model to what we could do which is really interesting. Yeah, 100%. I I think unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, Austin has now, you know, skyrocketed into the stratosphere and is more aspirational than actually probably achievable for us at least in the the near term. So it's almost like we're now looking at some other cities that are maybe more comparative and not aspirational. What's Columbus doing? Um what is Detroit doing? What's Pittsburgh doing? Pittsburgh maybe a little on the higher end, but I don't know. It, it just really got me thinking as to to what do we want Richmond to be as well. And as I'm looking at all these cranes and as I'm looking at the development, I'm thinking, gosh, a lot of what made Austin great back 10, 12 years ago is now starting to fade. There are pockets of the city that really used to be unique and really brought character to the city and defined its character and personality. Um, and those are slowly fading away. Um, there's a place called Rainy Street over near the convention center that was a street made up entirely of houses that had been reconverted into restaurants and shops and, and whatnot. And um, those are all slowly being subsumed by developers who are putting up condos. So, yeah. and But there's so much about Richmond, that quaintness, that character that you lose when you get to that point. Yeah. And, and, and I think like, well, I, I want to kind of change the subject a little bit, but uh, coming, coming into TechTown, right? We talked a little bit about TechTown USA a little bit last week or the week before. The aspects of Austin, the aspects of Columbus that, that you like, what are those aspects that you would bring into TechTown USA? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, Austin and Columbus in particular have downtowns that are welcoming and they have their quirky aspects all within a walking distance of downtown. You can walk several parts of town and feel like you're in different boroughs and there's some character and personality to all of them. They're both river cities like Richmond, so there's that comparative. But you can't walk around between the cool parts of Richmond. And what I mean by that is you can't walk from Scott's Edition to Churchill to Shaco Bottom to Manchester. I mean, you could. <laughs> you need a camelback and you need a day yeah. and you need hocus. And I think that's the unfortunate part. You, you can walk around Columbus and get to an arena and you can walk straight to the river and you can walk to a couple different districts that have restaurants and the same in Austin. Granted, Austin's sprawling quicker than anybody ever expected. So that that character is, is being lost. But Yeah, I think 
I relate Richmond more to Charlotte. There's awesome pockets in Charlotte that are just insanely cool, hip, and, and, and vibrant. And you can't, I mean, Charlotte's not walkable, right? Like the different pockets within Charlotte are very walkable, but you can't walk from the city to, to some of the suburb districts that are awesome. Yeah, and I think like to the river, everybody talks about the river. Outside of the rocks on the river in the summer, we don't capitalize on the river, right? Like there's there's not a lot to do in and around the river outside of Rockets Landing. So I was just thinking as, as, as you're talking about this, it, re, it might be really interesting to get Kit Mather in here, right? To basically discuss what he sees as, as a vision for the city. Have you met Ankit? I have, yeah. I know Ankit well from his days over at 1717 uh, yeah. while we were there. Um, Might be nice to get him or, or maybe like um, somebody from the government to talk about infrastructure plans to, to make the city more walkable because I know they're they're constantly looking at that. Well, yeah, and the, there's another aspect to it too, Alex, is that I was thinking as you asked that question, and it is elevating VCU to a, a more national prominence in some capacity. And obviously, that's not something that either you or I can affect directly. But you look at Columbus with Ohio State and you look at Austin with University of Texas, those are huge, huge state schools with funding and resources that also have high academic standards and produce research in a variety of fields. And VCU, for all its greatness, is still provincial to Richmond. It's still got its highs and its pockets of expertise, but it's not as big and, and expansive as um, obviously UT or, or OSU. I, I don't know. I, I might disagree with that. Like the, the, the computer engineering school at VCU is, is getting some some good recognition. We have UVA. Like if, if you go to, and, and obviously UVA is not Richmond, but it, it's still that central Virginia. I mean, if, if you go to UVA, if you go to Darden, I mean, you are connected across the country in, in seconds. So, so I think those two schools not only have great basketball teams, they have great sports programs, they have good business and engineering programs. If you look at the Da Vinci School, that's incredible. Like some of the um, product strategists that are coming out of Da Vinci are, are phenomenal. We have the Brand Center. The Brand Center is, is if not the best, one of the, the top three advertising schools in the country. Very well known. And, and we have so much that it just, I think one of the things I'm learning is like, we are so, Richmond as a whole has been maybe too humble about its potential. There's a lot of greatness here. Incredible restaurants. I always talk about restaurants. I love eating. Incredible restaurants, incredible food, incredible beers. We have the Brand Center. We have VCU. We have UVA right down the street. I mean, most cities would die for that. I don't think Columbus has anything remotely close to the Brand Center. Yeah, you know, we talked about that as well about how do we leverage UVA and Virginia Tech for that matter, even though it's, you know, a little bit of a hike away. Yeah. Um, when we market Richmond to companies, they only look, you know, they look at the immediate vicinity of the city limits. What's here for talent in terms of talent that they can recruit? And we definitely miss out on the opportunity to promote UVA and Virginia Tech, where those students, for the most part, don't stay in Charlottesville or Blacksburg. Blacksburg. So, you know, that could be a comparative to a school as big as Ohio State or University of Texas. Yeah. And nothing to take away from the quality of VCU and and certainly the spotlights that the Brand Center and the engineering school and and even some of the sports teams bring to the town. Food is actually an interesting point. I just saw something on LinkedIn. I I saw Richmond made a, I think it was either Food Magazine or something like that, some list of uh, top 10 places where, you know, restaurants and dining is becoming, you know, an all-star location. But at the same time, is that a differentiator? So when you talk about 
food towns, any city that's worth its weight in gold these days has a thriving culinary community. And we certainly have it. I'm not telling you, I'm not saying we don't. I'm just saying, how do, how does it differentiate us from anywhere else? You know, there's great restaurants everywhere. I don't everywhere. think it's a differentiator. I think, I think it's a staple. If, if it's just, if a, you don't it's have, a must have. It's a prerequisite. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like that's where you meet. That's, that's, I think it, once you have that, you could have meetings, you could have people, you could bring entertainment in. I, I think that's one thing. I think one thing that I would say is, so the big the big companies are here, right? The startup scene, Lighthouse Labs, yeah, is here. Let's talk about it. We have the food, right? And and we could come back to Lighthouse in just a second. But I think one of the things is, this is just a personal thing now, but where's the entertainment, right? So so where's the entertainment in the city? Because when people come to visit me from from out of town, from New York, from Miami, from you name it, one of the things we do is we come here. We go to dinner and then we go to Charlottesville or they come here, we go to dinner and we go to Virginia Beach. But in terms of the city, I'm sorry, we also go to the VMFA, but there's not a lot of entertainment options, right? Again, we have the river. We could use the river from an entertainment perspective. I think there's a huge surf complex being built in the south side right now. But where's the entertainment? I think that's the missing component. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we all can agree that Midlothian is becoming the, um, you know, essentially the central business entertainment district of Greater Richmond. But we can talk more about that later. Yes, a hundred percent. And I'll, I'll tell you a story. I there was a company from New York that came down looking to um, relocate to a kind of a mid Atlantic location. I think they were looking at Atlanta, they were looking at Richmond, they were looking at Charlotte, and they were recruiting a lot of younger talent, so folks right out of college, mid to late twenties, even. And one of the things that the CEO asked was, how do I entertain, you know, my talent? How do I take them out? If I want to go to a games, concerts, whatever it is, do I have to go to DC every time I want to do that? And right now the answer is yes. And so I think you're, you're spot on is that there are all these qualitative aspects about the city that do affect decisions being made in tech. Yeah, right. So there's two things, right? So when I talk to friends that are moving their their families here, the first one is education, right? We have a great education. The second one is family life, great family life. And then they go into the entertainment. And to your point, it's just that's when maybe that's the missing piece there, right? Bring in the joy, bring in the fun. Yeah, we don't have it. We don't have the infrastructure. We don't have the facilities. Um, I did see, I think there's a small arena going up in Henrico in short, near Short Pump that can host potential NCAA basketball games. But yeah, I mean... It, the fact that John Paul Jones Arena up in Charlottesville is able to host all that it does or that there's facilities in Virginia Beach is just – it's just a missed opportunity. Yeah. Interesting. You know what I would love to do in, in, in future, in maybe in the coming weeks, is like bring people from the state on, bring people like OnKid on and just kind of ask them what, what the plans are. Share share that with Richmond. Just, yeah. just a quick snippet of conversation. I'd like to talk to Mayor Stoney. I'd like to understand you know his continued vision for the city and um, where he feels he's been and where he wants to go in his next couple of years. I think he has got a, a couple more years left in his, uh, his oh, term. Oh. So. I'll text them today and see if he wants to join us next week. Do you want him to join us next week? That'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to take that opportunity. Um, especially we have uh, the inner city visit coming up um, at beginning of May um, to Kansas City. And I think he's part of that. And uh, so, yeah, I'd like to get on his That's radar awesome. before we uh, before we do that. Um, yeah, I, I will. I will text them right after this. Do you think, Alex, just to wrap this up, do you think that Mayor Stoney would be supportive of your South by Southwest tech truck? Oh yes. I mean, who wouldn't be? As long as long as we serve great tacos. Okay. It, it, Richmond I mean, along with the good technology and great experiences, but I think we need to we need to serve some quality tacos. Technology experiences tacos. All right, well we'll have to get Mayor Stoney's take on that next time. 
<laughs> that would be incredible. Let's do that. Well, thanks, Alex, for another uh, rip-roaring good time on Tech by Design. I'm Nick Surface, CEO of RVA Tech. That guy over there is Alex Atanias, CEO of Shaco. We'll see you next time. <laughs>